Hey, Dad, I've got star power. Looks like I proved those mall talent scouts wrong. No, literally, I'm holding a real star right now, and it hasn't burned my flesh off. It did singe Luca's eyebrows, though. No, it didn't. They haven't always looked like that? Oh, jeez. Seely, back me up here. What? It's not just me. Anyway, I'm also managing a little gremlin. He's hilarious. And I saved the best part for last. Seely, drum roll. describe her in the amount of postcard I have left, so I've attached a picture for you. These big floating rocks from outer space are giving me weird looks. Doesn't everybody stop to write postcards? Write soon. See pencil. Postcard. Scribble, scribble. Oh, I don't think we get it. So Pearl, where we left off, you had gotten the wishing star and your togepi, who you have nicknamed Elmer. Elmer! has hatched from her egg and Luca's Larvitar, who he has nicknamed Zilla, hatched from her egg as well. Uh, so you all have the Wishing Star in your possession. You've got your sweet little egg Pokemon and you are currently heading back toward uh, the entrance of this uh, cavern where the Wishing Star just pushed itself through the rock as it crashed down and uh, made its way down here. But the Lunatone and Sol Rock are with you and you all are heading back up toward the surface. Is there anything specific, anything else that you want to do while you're down here. Nope. Cool. Did you want to keep that Sableye, uh, who you have nicknamed uh, Tweedledum, with you? Do you want to just like send it off to the PC? Do you want to just grab the item that was on it and send it back, or what would what would you like to do with that? Um. Oh, but it is kind of pearlish. It's got a little pearl vibe going on there. Okay. Um. When you say get the item and send it back, does that mean like send it back from whence it came and it's no longer my Pokemon? No, like send it to the PC. Oh yeah, sure. I'll do that. Okay, cool. So you just want to grab this, uh, you know, you let it out of the ball really quick and grab this thing from it as it's like <laughs> kind of twitching around a little bit. Chill, chill. I spray water on it with a little spray bottle. <laughs> but you put it back in the Pokeball, this little gremlin, and uh, send it in your transfer machine. Send it off to the professors. And you have this item that it was holding. But do you want to just scoot your way back up? I don't know what the item is, huh? You know that you don't know what it is, that you've never seen it before. Okay, cool. Um, Yeah, up we go. Perchance if you ask someone who might know more about these things, they could be able to tell you. So you and Luca make your way back up to the portion of the cave where uh, the tunnel that you kind of climbed down is, and you are able to pull on the rope, and uh, you feel yourself starting to get pulled back up slowly that way. Uh, are you going first, or is Luca going first? Or I feel like I'm going first. Yeah, cool. So you'll go, and then Luca, and then since they did fall down through this same hole, it is just big enough that at a very specific angle, the Solrock and Lunatone can float up as well behind y'all. I know, I was thinking about that. I was like, well, I guess it would have to be just big enough that <laughs> however they fell through here, yeah, Makes sure, they fit. Work. Yeah. Like a glove. The exact cut through the crevice is, is Solrock and Lunatone shaped. <laughs> But with that, y'all make your way up to the surface once more. How are you carrying the wishing star? Like, is it in your backpack? Are you holding it? I'm holding it. Elmer's in my backpack. Okay, you've got Elmer <laughs> in the backpack, uh, full Misty style, and then you're holding the wishing star as well. Uh, so as you are pulled up and Lucas pulled up behind you, 
and shortly after the Saw Rock and the Lunatone uh, emerge from the hole as well. As you all are up there, Reynolds says, okay, now at this point, would someone care to tell me exactly what is going on here? As you have this like glowing globule of space stuff uh, and these two celestial Pokemon have floated out of this cave with you. (laughs) He seems uh, very befuddled. Not until my partner gets out of this cave will I spill the beans. Wait, is there somebody else down there? Yeah, Luca. Oh, no, he's he's right there. Oh, hi, Luca. <laughs> hi. <laughs> I didn't want it to be a whole Aladdin situation. Hand me the lamp type thing. No, no, I'm not. That's not That's not what I'm trying to do. I just would like yeah, some never answers. never can be too sure. Hey, guys, look. And she turns around and shakes her little backpack. Ooh, 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 party. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, go, Elmer. It was the smallest jiggly dance, guys. If you could have seen it a in person, a very tiny, it was very the delicate dance. Jiggly, jiggly dance. <laughs> That's why I didn't have to roll harm. <laughs> um, um, she she didn't scramble that egg. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Whoa, hold up. That was the scariest thing that Pearl just heard from God in her ear. <laughs> and, and she lays out a pokeball. And she would like to put some of Ika's, the uh, Ika's nest stuff that mm-hmm. she got and lay it in the Pokeball and then put Elmer in it. Okay, do you just want to use like a standard Pokeball? Yeah. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. That should be fine, right? Oh, yeah. I think that as you had the Togepi in the backpack and we're, we're shaking it about, and as Luca is also holding Zilla the Larvitar, who like you can tell he's kind of straining a little bit because this is a very uh, heavy Pokemon, uh-huh. even, even as tiny as it is. Uh, Louis says, w- would you like uh, a balls to put either of those in? All, all right. He's like, yeah, dad, I'll take one. I'll take one. But you get this special nest stuff. You put it all around this Pokeball. Make to it let really Elmer nice for Elmer. It. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Elmer. You're going to love it. And very easily, as uh, you're Elmer's mom, <gasps> Elmer just goes over to it and <laughs> kind of just like taps it with her little hand nubbin and goes into the ball. Nice. See you soon, bud. Is she just in a standard Pokeball? Yeah, is that okay? Yeah, like, no, absolutely. I feel like I need to give her something special. No, no, no. I was, okay. I just like, <laughs> just because she like, hatched scared. from an egg, you could put her in just whatever kind of ball you want. So I just didn't like know if there was a specific one that you wanted to put her in. I love that you would think that I would think of that. Because <laughs> uh, Luca from his dad is going to grab this gray topped Pokeball with these like blue spots on the upper sides. Okay, well now Lewis has cool stuff. What the heck? That's why I asked Hey, dude, you what else it? you got? You got a polka dot one? We're retconning. This is me retconning right now. <laughs> what else you got, Pops? Oh, my gosh. Any of the apricorn balls, he has one that wow, you could use. Wow, okay. So you're just kind of stocked. Lewis says, oh, yeah, I've got uh, plenty of Pokeballs and things on my person at yeah, any given time, just in case. I've got a, well, a whole bunch of different uh, of the apricorn types of Pokeballs. If you just wanted to use one, I, I don't know how many you have on you, but I figured you might want one to put I that just, little little friend in. I just sent all mine away, so that'd be nice. What's the cutest one you have? Because have you seen how cute this little guy is? Very cute. It's very, very cute. Yeah, um, it is really cute. I'd say probably the love ball is like the, the cutest. <gasps> the love ball. Perfect. Retcon. She she has to, like, Elmer's already, like, in the nest stuff, and she has to pull it out. She's like, wait, 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 wait. Get, back, get out of there. I have to lay a little a little treat line, like uh, Mike Wazowski when, or, um, like, Sully when he gets booed to the bed. <laughs> That's what I have to do. Yep. Little Oreo 
crumble cookies. And Togepi just pitter-patter walks over. Mm. Yep. Mm. yep, 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 yep. Sorry mm. about that. Sorry for the misunderstanding. Mm. You just gotta move your room. <laughs> <laughs> Having not gone in there yet, uh, yes. as Pearl has decided yes. to retcon in the world, uh, she goes in the love ball, and Zilla is in a heavy ball. Makes sense. Yes. But so now that they are in those Pokeballs, Detective Reynolds says, will someone please tell me what is happening and why we came out here for this glowing thing and what these are doing out here. Can, can we just give me something here, folks? Why do you think, Detective? I've given you enough clues for you to solve this like any good detective like myself in the past. What do you think, sir? And she whips out her detective sunglasses and sips a cup of coffee. Give me your best shot. Put the pieces together here, buddy. Bucko. He's going to make an intelligence check then. Okay. Well, based on the evidence presented here, I'd uh-huh. say that. That was a good start. <laughs> Thank you. I'm a detective. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. Or maybe I don't think it. So that's why I'm trying to get yourself to prove yourself. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. He says, well, based on the fact that there's something weird going on with Pokemon, like the ones that are in this, and he pulls out a snag ball. (gasps) It seems to me that uh, whatever sort of shadowy something or other is happening with these, from the information that I got from uh, Mr. Bob and Thwomp, I'd say that this seems to be the opposite of that somehow, seeing as it's some sort of bright glowing thing that I suppose came from outer space and he just kind of like side eyes the Sol Rock and Lunatone. So I don't really know exactly what that thing does, but I, I can only assume that it has something to do with these. Not too bad, rookie. So I'm close then. You're not that far off. What you forget is this! And she whips out, not the full spear tomb, but she just whips out the metal case and thwomps it, like, right at his feet. Now what is that? Mm, now This that, briefcase. That? Uh, that's pretty fun. Maybe I'd give you the full scoop over a real scoop of ice cream. I'll take that. All right, great. Let's saddle up! And she starts to get on his back. <laughs> <laughs> you go to get on the Noivern uh, as he says, oh, okay, well, uh, Sure, fine, but what about these these things? Are they coming with us? They're coming with us. Come on, guys. They seem to be like kind of just looking at each other, unsure. Luke is like, "Do you, should we put? Do you want to put them in like a ball or something so that they can um, can they fly? Fly? We could try. I don't know how they'll react. Oh uh, well, here. And he just pulls out two Pokeballs. He tosses you one, so you don't have to use one of yours. Um, he's like, "Why? Well, I, I can try one. You can try one, just to see if they'll they'll go with us." Okay. All right. Um, hey, y'all, uh... I think I think Pearl just opens it because they've already seen Elmer walk into one. Yeah. And it was friendly. It was a good experience. Yeah, nice. Go ahead and just make a pokey handling check with advantage. Ooh. Natural rule 20. Which one do you go for, the Sol Rock or the Lunatone? Lunatone, because I gave it chocolate. Nice. You go over there and you uh, do your poke handling on the Lunatone. Uh, you just open up the Pokeball, who watched this whole thing with uh, Elmer and with Zilla. Uh, as Zilla went into the Pokeball, uh, Tufus was over there with Luca, like, <laughs> very paternally, you know, helping, helping guide her to it. 
but you go over to the Lunatone, uh, who, who seems to get what's going on, especially uh, since you've said that you were going to uh, take them to Spudnik, to the LGM. Mm-hmm. And so the Lunatone and the Solrock both agree and are sucked up into the Pokeball. So you nice. can uh, transfer them, take them with you as you cool. go. Cool. Excellent. With that, y'all settle up and decide to head back into town? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> The Noivern takes off into the sky and simultaneously the Ditto <laughs> transforms into the Charizard, that which... Was all with his own mouth. <laughs> Ew. Well, Detective, it all began when I was three. <laughs> we take flight. <laughs> so are you... Uh, <laughs> are you telling him everything over the flight or are you kind of holding off with the team oh, nasty information? I'm waiting until my payment of ice cream, for okay, sure, for great. sure. So y'all fly back into town and you stop by the grocery store, if I remember correctly, is what it's called. Oh, I make the detective go get it for us. Yeah, no, no, no. You you guys, like, stop back on the edge of town and he says, like, where do you want to have this sort of meeting debrief? Okay, detective. Yes. Here's a list. All right. And she hands him a long grocery list and it's like flashlights. Batteries, um, sleeping bags, like, not sleeping bags, we have our own. Um, you know, like marshmallows, graham crackers, little hot dogs, lots of lots of lots of groceries. <laughs> okay. Toothbrush, too. And she, she, she puts it on the end of the list. Oh, let's make it three. Okay, so you give him a long grocery list, and he, he just sighs. He says, so why why do we need all of these for, for a, a meeting? Well... Things are about to get even more intense. Block off your schedule for the next two days. Okay. All right, then. I'll... I got some change, too. And she hands him some money. No, don't. You keep that. Dude, I mean, it's rations for all of us. No, you're fine. I have a per diem. It's all okay, right. Okay, great, great, great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, outside game moment, guys. Get the NPCs to do your grocery shopping from now on. <laughs> Done. So where do you want to wait? Just on the outskirts of town near the near the shady diner? Mm-hmm. The rusty clink clank diner? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Great. So y'all wait out there while he uh, rides into town and he goes to the grocery store. He comes back laden with groceries. Love it. Uh, he says, okay, uh, I've got everything on your list. What now? Good job. Now to the Misty Isle. Lewis says, well, wait a moment. To the, to the Misty Isle? I... Hop on, guys. Oh. So then when I was six, detective. <laughs> 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 Y'all take off, and how do you want to approach the Misty Isle? It is dark now. Ariel. Great. Way to go. (laughs) Nice. Are you doing so in a way that's like you're just flying straight there, or are you giving him specific instructions on how to approach? It is nighttime, but it's not super late at this point, so just curious. Oh, I guess we should have waited for later in the night so that we wouldn't be seen? Up to you. Can we be stealthy? As you approach, you want to try to be stealthy? Yeah. Sure, sure. Go ahead and uh, roll stealth with advantage because Bruce is helping. Wow, I am rolling really well today. 20, unnatural. We just tuck in next to a cloud. Yeah, with an unnatural 20 for you and Luca's 24, you all are just fine as you are riding the Noivern and the Charizard up ahead. 
as you're approaching, you you do give the direction to try to approach stealthily so that nobody in town sees that somebody's actually going to the Misty Isle. Uh, so on this night, some some clouds are rolling in. Uh, so you all fly up extra high to make your way uh, up into more of the cloudy area so as to not be seen. Uh, and making your way through the clouds uh, end up in the actual mist of the isle itself as you then approach. And I assume just fly straight down to where you met Spudnik the first time? Yes, but before we fly straight down, I do drop little chocolate candies because it was on the grocery list. Nice. So he knows we're arriving. All right, you drop down little little dragon candies to warn Spudnik of your approach, and you all <laughs> fly down and land near the ruins of the Misty Isle as Spudnik says, Oh, you have returned. Who are they? Hi, Spudnik. Who are they? These are our friends. Can I trust them? Yeah. You trust them. This is Luca's dad. And then this guy helped us get this. And she pulls out the wishing star. He is his father. Yes. Biological. I do trust him. And he helped. He helped. Interesting. Hi, Spudnik. Yes. If it helps, I have not trusted him for three days, but he's earned my trust. Right, buddy? She looks at him. Yeah, uh, hi. Uh, and she slaps the spandex. Okay, thank you. Um, yes, uh, so it just talk, it just talks into our brains, huh? Okay. Yeah, it does. Cool. Great. That's that's great. Fine. Thank you for the chocolate. I found all of the rest that had fallen to the ground. So I am happy there is more. Nice. So you are here with Spudnik now. What would you like to do now that you are back on the Misty Isle? It is, like I said, still fairly early uh, in the nighttime now. It's it's solidly night. Uh, it's not, you know, the sun is the sun is not out anymore or anything like that. It, it is firmly nighttime, but it's still not super late. So what would you like to do? Well, Detective, welcome to our hideouts for the next day. And I think we build a little camp. And we set up some tents and our sleeping bags, and we set up a fire, and we make a delicious campfire meal of mac and cheese and mashed potatoes, little hot dogs, and um, some, like, melty campfire cookies. And, yeah, we tell them the whole story over this campfire dinner. Great. So just just to clarify for me, you're telling him what exactly of like the shadow Pokemon stuff, the team nasty stuff, you know, kind of what, what is the order? Are you telling just everything that you know? Is there anything being omitted or is there anything that you are emphasizing just just for him so that he knows? I mean, I think there are things that she throws in there like the muck uh-huh. and like being a bad narrator at times similar to her postcards and right. Luca corrects her. Yes. But I don't think there's... I mean, Lewis trusts this guy, right? Yes. That I have no reason to admit anything. Okay, cool. I just wanted to double check. So yeah, you're telling no, him about she really like, put him through the ringer. Okay, cool. But So you tell him about Shaman and the whole thing at the Haunted Manor with the Spirit Tomb and kind of what's going on there, what you're doing here, why you've got this wishing star, who else is supposed to be coming here, the whole spiel, and all of your dealings with Team Nasty so far. Yes. And just, just for the listeners, I, Sarah, would not say all that. But Pearl... Unless she stops, she's just going to say it all. Because yeah. in her mind, he's gone through the most pre-screening she's ever made someone go through before she's told everything. Absolutely. 
I think that totally makes sense. I just wanted to make sure that of, of what he knows now. But so since he's here, you know, you, you gesture over to the shrine. You say, yo, that's Jirachi. Uh, it's the cutest Pokemon ever. Or, or. Sorry, Sealy. Or, or. <laughs> but yeah, so you all spend some time. And just over the course of this next day, I think you get word uh, from Professor Nichols and from Mason and from Miguel uh, that wow. they... Good signal out here. Yeah, <laughs> that they are all uh, going to make their way, you know, to where you are. They they were planning on meeting you in town. You can certainly direct them to, you know, come to the island, or yes. you can meet them in town no. to like try to, you know, under cover of night guide them here so they know what they're doing. You're, it's just like I'm on an island. Just you meet me out me. here. Yep. Okay. It's the most pearl thing ever. <laughs> That's how they know they can trust the message. Nice. Fair. So over the course of this next day, while you all are spending some time here, uh, I think that definitely Lewis and Detective Reynolds uh, at some point take some time just to look around the island because I think that they are fascinated by this. Uh, Lewis, especially having, you know, having lived here over summers and things and spent a lot of time out on the lake and just sort of always having that. Oh, you know, that's the Misty Isle. You know, you just it is what it is. Nobody really goes there. Uh, actually being here on this island, I think he's like kind of geeking out a little bit. That's cool. I like that. And Luca, you know, shows him around at some points and stuff like that. As they kind of take it all in, you tell them about, you know, the Swiss cheese tunnel Mm -hmm. caves and Mm -hmm. everything. That one fish that really slapped you, your black eye is still, you know, kind of there. Oh, this is my real personal day, Luca. Yeah, yeah. This is the real one. To be able to just just sit for a little bit. Yeah, play some tic-tac-toe, build a sandcastle, sun. It's nice. This is great. Well, not a ton of sun. <laughs> Misty sun. <laughs> <laughs> so with everything that you tell to Detective Reynolds, he also <gasps> tells you some more Thank stuff. Thank you. I was hoping there would be an even exchange. Yeah. So while you were talking with him, he tells you the following. So uh, before you came by the station, I was uh, having a little chat uh, with Mr. Bob and Thwomp, uh, and I was able to get some information out of them. It was, uh, however little difficult to get them to uh, divulge too much, but uh, I feel like we've got something. So, uh, obviously, they were sent there to nab the two of you uh, and take you back to their boss. The Pokemon that were with them, the uh, Arbok and the Toxicroak, did belong to Wallace, who obviously was not there with them, but sent the Pokemon along with them. I would like for you, on behalf of Detective Reynolds, uh, throughout his investigations and stuff, just to see if he got any other certain things besides those uh, that, you know, the Pokemon did belong to Wallace. They were sent there to get you guys, all that stuff. To see what else he was able to get out of them, go ahead and uh, roll either intimidation or persuasion. Okay. I would also like to say, I think Pearl's story took so long through the night that this is the mor- next morning. Oh, she's yeah. she's hearing from him. Like, this is over our campfire breakfast now. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, it's it's breakfast time now. As you took your, your whole time to tell your story, uh, pretty much until bedtime over the course of the previous night. And so it's, you know, the four of you and LGM. And I think that all of your Pokemon are just kind of out and about. And in addition to your, your Pokemon, there's also, like, Bruce and Alfred. And, you know, Waldo is hanging out. Nice. Also, what are these rolls? I got a 26 from Persuasion. 26. Yes. He was both good cop and bad cop in this uh, interrogation of these two. 26. Nice. With a 26. I was also, uh, after much convincing, 
able to get out of them that the uh, Team Nasty uh, hideout headquarters. Whoa, are you serious? At least the one that they work out of and know of. Uh, the main one, and who knows, there might be others. We assume that there are others, but the main one uh, is apparently in Criminy City. Oh, I blew up the other one. Ah, the warehouse. That was fun. That I'll get to in a second. <laughs> but their their main hideout or headquarters is in Criminy City, and allegedly the Criminy City gym leader might be working with Team Nasty in some capacity. Now, we don't have any other hard evidence on that yet or, you know, any specifics of what they may have done. But with a little bit of uh, squeezing, that was what else I was able to get out of them. Wow. Yeah. So once we are done with all of this business here, uh, mine and Lewis's plan is to actually make our way to Criminy City and uh, check some of that out. Especially since their uh, intern, what was this? Uh, Tim, I believe is his name. Ted. That one was retreating that way after your seal froze their submarine and he was able to make his getaway with the Arbok and Toxicroak. So uh, we're going to be heading out that way. the world. She gives her a big old hug and like a nuggy. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, gosh, that's that's pretty good, detective. Yes. And, uh, well, as what you were speaking of a moment ago, uh, with the uh, warehouse back in Portobello, I questioned them a little bit more about that. Seems like they were told to make these uh, starter Pokemon from the lab in Anoki into shadow Pokemon as part of some, you know, new experiment or what have you. And Wallace and Waylon were taking a shipment of these uh, snag balls somewhere. Uh, and again, he's got this uh, snag ball in his hand. He's tossing the ball up in the air. And he says, they took that shipment off somewhere, but the balls that blew up were apparently supposed to go to this Il Drago person. Oh yeah, we know him. Wait, you know him? No, like, we heard him with Mooney on a big screen. Did yeah, you I told you this. Did you, did you see him, though? No. Okay. Because we don't know who this guy is, but we just know that he's the buyer, and Bob and Thwomp didn't seem to know anything about it either. But uh, mm. we're looking into that further. Now, there is the matter of this, which was on their person. A snack well. Yes. In it is, uh, well, someone I think you're familiar with, the what? Clefairy. Oh, yeah. Yes. The rest of their Pokemon are uh, at the station as well, but this one, I, well, I wanted to ask you about. So, and I think that since you have kind of told him the whole deal, right, mm -hmm. of, you know, what's going on here, he says, so, if we want to help this thing, well, I was wondering if one of you would maybe want to take it with you and uh, give that a shot. I figured it was in its best interest that it was not with Bob and Thwomp, but if you're going around and purifying these shadow Pokemon, as you call it, well, I, I figure that might be the best thing to do. So does one of you want it? Um, Pearl looks to Luca. Luca says, uh, yeah, I mean, if, if it needs help, yeah, uh, I'm sure, I'm sure one of us would be, would be fine with, with taking it and, you know, trying to help it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how did you get this? The snag ball? Yeah, I don't get it. You just like took it from them? Yeah, well, when we apprehended them, we apprehended, you know, the, the Pokeballs that were on their person, and this was the one, well, this was the only one in one of the snag balls. I see now. Okay. Yes. Okay, okay. The other ones were in, you know, sort of standard issue, Pokeballs, Great Balls, what have you, but this one, 
well, it, uh, it was curious, and being that this was the kind of ball that was blown up in the warehouse once you all had your way with it, uh, I decided... Why do you make it sound like it was a bad thing and we blew it up? Oh. I think it was a great thing that we blew it up. I appreciate the sentiment. It was more the destruction of evidence that was inconvenient for my job uh, after that, but... Yeah, you guys are really slow, though. You know what? I'll take it. <laughs> they didn't call me in until a little while after, and he's just like, this This whole time, he's just kind of just like playing with this ball. He's he's keeping it keeping it casual. Why? I don't know. Why do you Can think? Can I insight Sure, check? sure. I don't, know. I don't know why I'm not trusting him now. <laughs> it's only a 10. A 10 on insight? He's just tossing it. It seems like he's just kind of looking at it as he's just got it kind of up grabs and down it in the, the middle of the air. Stop, you're being weird. And she chucks it at him. He catches it. Why are you being weird? Sorry, it's uh it's a habit, I guess. Whenever I get into interrogating or questioning or what have you, I just end up doing things. Look at my to... black eye. I'm I know. afraid of you. <laughs> and that she has been made the very spandex. clear. <laughs> that has been made very clear. <laughs> Old habits die hard, I suppose. No, I, I actually am enjoying myself out here with you all, so thank you for that. But do you want it? Well, now you're being so weird that no, but I do, but no. <laughs> Luca, do you want it? Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll take it if you don't want it. Okay, you go for it, Luca, because I still got pinecone. Oh, yeah, yeah, good point, good point. And he just tosses the snag ball over to Luca. Luca catches it, and he's like, well, I guess I'll... I'll wait to do something with this until Miguel gets here with the snag machine so I can get in a different one. Okay. Yeah, I don't feel like letting it out just to, to break this thing. Nah. So Luca puts the snag ball in his bag and Detective Reynolds says, yeah, I'll be, uh, I'll be checking in about that. I'm, I'm curious how this whole process works. Uh, lo- lot to take in, obviously, but... Uh, yeah, I'm glad you're finally up to our speed. Yeah, thank you for giving me the information for sharing that. I do I do appreciate it. Is there anything else that you would like to do sort of in the time where you all are waiting for Professor Nichols, Mason, Miguel to show up? Have you been just kind of hanging out with your Pokemon, doing this, that, and the other? Is, is there any specific stuff? I think there's been some good sparring, just some nice training between things. You know, just a personal day, truly. Like, she's just having a blast. The real personal day. This one's the real personal day. And I think, like, there's a little part of the secluded, like, beach or something that's not facing the city. Uh-huh. And I think Pearl takes out Sealy and Fettuccini, and they're going to have, like, a little water play date. Ooh. Yeah. Well, as you bring out Fettuccini for this little play date. Sealy and I are just on the side blowing up little floaties. You let Fettuccini out of her ball, and as she comes out, I think that you were you were going to go, you know, blow up your inflatable floaties or whatever, but you notice for a second that it looks like Fettuccini's getting longer. Um, Fettuccini, do you... what? And after a moment, just like you see that there's like almost like a, a snake shedding skin thing happening and there's like this glow to Fettuccini as this Dratini just gets longer and more noodly <gasps> and like becomes much longer, at least twice as long as she was. Oh, gross spurt! And then just like looks down at you as your Dratini evolves into a dragon air with Yay! all that experience that she nom nom nommed from uh, hopping in that Sableye fight for that little bit. My sweet little noodle, I'm so proud of you. You look great. I wish I could do that. I am short for my age. Yes, I know that, Fettuccini. Wait, what is the 
Dragon noises are weird. Dragonair! Dragonair! <laughs> Drago! She's just fancy now, I guess. I don't know. No, don't make her too fancy. That's Georgie thing. That's true. That's all George. <laughs> Although George would love that. <laughs> <laughs> She'd clap with her hands yes. that she has now. <laughs> um, George Foreman comes out of the woods with like a, a new little flower crown for her. <laughs> What of my new friends? Ha <laughs> ha! You look really good, though, Fanachini. Wow! I didn't see this coming, Seely. Or or. Do you still need floaties? You're not a baby. Okay, got it. <laughs> oh man, we got Teen Angst to deal with now. Oh gosh. <laughs> but so as that happens, let's go ahead and take a second. Uh, so when you fought Tom at the diner, Darla got enough XP to level up to six, mm -hmm. and. Uh, Fettuccini was very close to six uh, and then went over the edge with the Sableye fight uh, as you all had your encounter with Tweedledee and Tweedledum. But mm -hmm. so let's go ahead and what did Darla and Fettuccini get for their level ups? That's a great question. We got some new moves for Fettuccini. Dragon Rage. So that's fun. Thunder Wave, which we know and well. And Slam. Body Slam by a Noodle. Whipped it. Noodle slap. Noodle slap. <laughs> That's what slam really is. Right. And uh, obviously the accompanying the ability score increases. Yum, yum, yum. Yum, num, yum, num. yum, yum, yum. And then Darla got some new moves. So Darla moves are bite, helping hand, and covet, and quick attack now. So she's a powerful little Eevee. Nice. Well, fun stuff. So that happens as you are having your little lake play date with, yeah. your, with your floaties with Seely and Fettuccini. That happens and is very exciting. I put Elmer in the play date, water play date too, but Elmer doesn't swim. I just like sit Elmer down. I sit her down on the edge of the beach and she just like splashes the water with her toes and she thinks it's amazing. Ah! Beautiful, beautiful. And obviously throughout the course of this next day, I assume that the Sol Rock and Lunatone come out of the Pokeballs and are introduced to Spudnik. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah, that probably happened, like, Like, yeah. right away, I would say. Yes. Yeah, you let them out as they just, whoa, whoa, and you hear Spudnik saying, Oh, really? Oh, that is fascinating. <laughs> oh, and he turns to you. Thank you for bringing them. I'm excited that they are here. Yes! Someone around here gets it. ha, <laughs> ha. Yeah, now you have some friends on the island. I thought they could be good additions. Yes, they will be good. He turns to the Lunatone. So you have had chocolate. <laughs> nice. That makes me really happy. <laughs> and then uh, the only other thing really before everyone else gets there is do you ask anybody who is there about the mysterious gem rock stone thing that you took from Tweedledum? I think I'll ask Spudnik about it. So you just, you go to show him this, this stone and he says, what is this? Um, I just found it with one of my little, um, new Pokemon. They were with the wishing star and they had it. So I wasn't sure what it's, uh, what it is. And I thought maybe you would know. It looks really shiny and you, you shine. You know a lot about shiny things. I do know a lot about shiny things like the wishing star. I know what it does. I do not know what this does. I do not know what this is. Bummer. It's Okay. Should I eat it? I would not eat it. Okay. Well, taste it. Tastes like a rock. Ew. I would say do not eat it then. Ah, gross. Gross. 
I don't think... Uh, Luca, do you think your dad or the detective will know? I don't think either of them will know what this is. Uh, dad might. Hey, Louie! Oh, yeah, yeah, Pearl, what's going on? I tried to eat this, but then it tasted really bad. But I did because the Martian told me. Do you know what it is? Well, I suggested it. I did not enforce. I trust you, Spuddy! It is not scrumptious. Wait, uh, what, what is... Can I, can I take a look at it? Yeah, sure. So Lewis takes this stone thing from you, and he, he kind of turns it over in his hand. Now, uh, where, did, where did you say that you got this? I got it from my sable. My sable. A sable? A little Tweedledee Tweedledum situation. He's like a little angry imp. Uh, a sable eye. Ah, okay, a sable eye. Yes, 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 yes. Um, a Salisbury. Right. Steak. Well, Pearl, this uh, this is actually a sable knight. It's a... a- it's a megastone specifically for uh, Sableye. Okay, so that's cool. Have you encountered uh, megastones at all before? No. Well, um, this 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 is one that's specifically for a Sableye. Obviously, the, it's very rare. Any any megastone is very very rare. They're hard to come by, uh, and not many trainers uh, have them or use them. Uh, you know, we have them, and he like actually pulls out this little chain that he has around his neck, and he's got this kind of funky medallion thing that's got a what looks like a similar type of stone in the middle of it. He says, um, you know, that they're rare and hard to come by, and uh, only pretty powerful trainers can can wield them, use them in battle. But that's uh, wow. That's that's really something that you've come across that. Very good find. Thanks. I'm a really strong trainer, so chances are I can use it, but just how do I use it? I know I can't eat it. Well, you'll you'll need a keystone if you want to use it, and it's different than that odd keystone. I know they're similarly named items, and that's not my fault. That's just what they are. But a keystone is something that you can uh, specifically use for any megastones you have. Uh, th- there's many different types of megastones. This this is just one of them. Many of them are specific to different uh, types of Pokemon and things like that. But uh, if you have it, then you're able to uh, mega evolve your Pokemon in battle. Cool. What's a mega evolve? Well, a mega evolution is when your Pokemon uh, temporarily, it doesn't last forever, but when you're in battle, a Pokemon is able to go to its ultimate sort of power, I guess would be the best way to put it. Like, um, well, uh, Fanta over there or, or Tarzan, either of them, once they reach their final evolutions of Skeptile or Blaziken, would be able to uh, mega evolve. They have extra strength that they can use in battle. Sometimes Pokemon gain alternate typings and things like that. Uh, have, have you ever seen any mega Pokemon before? I don't think so, but that sounds really cool. So wait, this would only work for my Sableye? Right. This specific stone would just work for a Sableye, but if you were going to look for other mega stones or came across other ones, if you had the key stone that you could use, you would be able to... Uh, use whatever mega stones you had through through having the keystone. Pearl and- dumps out her whole backpack. <laughs> she goes, well, I have a moonstone, and I have a shiny stone, and I have a thunderstone, and oh, look, 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 look here. I have a, bur- uh, I have a big root, and uh, oh, yeah, there's this eject button. I hear Celie go, oh, poof, into the water. <laughs> <laughs> She's been using it to just launch herself into the lake. <laughs> yeah. Lucas says, well. And here's some twine, well, and I've got this. Pearl, um, Pearl, you remember, like, when we were at the air show, how the, the commissioner tests and Riley, like, how they, their Pokemon, when they were up in the air? Yeah! That, those were mega evolutions. Cool. So if we, if we could find keystones 
and if we had whatever the right stones were, you know, the like one for Blaziken or for Skeptile or whatever, you know, once we were strong enough, then we could have them mega evolve. Okay, okay, okay. I think I hear what you guys are saying now. Yeah. But, uh, hey, can I guys? Can I tell you a secret? Yeah, sure, absolutely. I don't know if I really like this Sableye guy. He's like muttering in this crazy nonsense language, and he seems very aggressive. No, I mean Sableye are awful little gremlins. It's true. It's true. Well, when you say it like that, maybe I should give him a second try. <laughs> uh, well, whether or not you choose to use the Sable Knight, that's up to you. But it has a cool stone. It does have a cool stone. I think I'm going to give him a second try. <laughs> okay, when you say it like that, I kind of like him. I relate. I relate. <laughs> okay, thanks, guys. And she starts to pack up her backpack. Yeah, you start putting your stuff back and in your backpack. Anyone want some milk? Yeah. Oh, wait. Mm, is that spoiled? Nah. <laughs> it says Best Buy. And then she continues to pack up her backpack. <laughs> Lewis says, well, are you interested in trying to teach your Pokemon to Mega Evolve to yeah, be able to do course. that as a trainer? Of course. They don't call me Pearl for nothing. Well, if you're wanting to teach your Pokemon how to Mega Evolve, my suggestion would be uh, head up to Porcini Peak. Word is that there's uh, someone there who might be able to help you out with that. Why are you being so cryptic? Because it's a side quest. Boo! <laughs> Louie. Yeah. Is the love of your life on that peak? No, no, decidedly are you, not. Are you in love? No. Is that why you're being so cryptic? No, there's just a very Ooh, old a man very who lives old... on top of the mountain who's a guru. <laughs> okay, I could deal just with an a guru. ancient sage-like figure who I have no romantic affiliation with. Wow, you're really shutting me down here. <laughs> I'm just saying, Louie, let's talk about you. What are your life goals? Oh, gosh. Well, I mean, I've fulfilled most of them, honestly. I mean, being an only child, don't get me wrong, it's nice. But maybe Luca needs a sibling. Ever thought about that? Well, all right. Uh... Here, I got a great cup of contacts. There's a nice lady by the honey hut. <laughs> <laughs> There's an awesome hotel lady named Gigi. You Pearl's through. trying to find Lucas' stepmom. Oh my gosh! <laughs> you try, you try the to set up Lucas. They're taken. That is certainly true. <laughs> oh my gosh! She says, "Well, I let's let's table that for now." I. Uh, All right, you're afraid of love, but the guru will help you with that. You should go up to the peak, get your heart tapped into, <laughs> get your spinal cord adjusted. No, I I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna. Stay away from I mean, romance for a little bit. Okay, everybody says Pearl, Pearl, there's more out there than Pokey. And I agree, there are tiny BB stars. But Louie, there's more out there than battling and being the best and dittoing it up. Think about your retirement. You're going to just sit there with ditto, gooming it up, gelling it up. Molting into different things. I mean, now that I say it, it kind of sounds fun. But, like, <laughs> really, are you just going to end up sitting one day in a lounge chair watching your ditto like a lava lamp? Think <laughs> about it. Make an insight check. Okay. Um, that's a 13. As you mentioned, sitting in the recliner watching the ditto like a lava lamp, there is a look of, like, how did she know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. 
<laughs> I believe me. Trust me. I've been there. Seely seen me at my highest of highs and my lowest of lows. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, we don't need to go into that one, Seely. We all know. We all know it. Lewis says, look, listen, I, I do appreciate that, but maybe after we deal with all of this, uh, Team Nasty situation. Maybe then I'll let you set me up on a date. How's that sound? All right, I'll take it for now. But hey, maybe one day you should stop waiting for the maybe. Deep! <laughs> Fettuccine, let's swim! Floop-boom! And we just dive in. <laughs> the big noodle splashes into the water. And with that, you have the rest of your real personal day and night comes. Hello friends, Jonah here to say thank you for listening to Postcards from Pearl. I'd like to take a moment to tell you about our amazing partner, Dice Envy. This week, check out the holiday sale. They've got great discounts on their subscription boxes, stone dice, wood dice, all the dice. There's different deals every day all the way through November 30th. And if you're looking to add to your dice hoard with something that's not one of the current sale items, but you still want a sweet little discount, you can get 10% off of your purchase at Dice Envy by going to DiceEnvy.com QuestCo or by using the promo code QuestCo at checkout. That's Q-U-E-S-T-C-O for 10% off of your entire order. If you're a fan of what we do here on Quest Company Jr. and you'd like to give us a boost, please go over to our page on the Apple Podcasts app or wherever you listen to your podcasts and leave us a rating and review. It is a huge help to us, and we read every review that comes in. And if you really love what we do here at Quest Company Jr. and you want to take that next step in supporting us, please consider becoming a Patreon subscriber. For as little as $2 a month, you can help us with necessary expenses, help us continue to improve the quality of the show, and get access to exclusive content and patron rewards. If you'd like to give us that support, you could do so at patreon.com slash Podcast. You can find the link to the Patreon on our website, questcompanyjunior.com. If you'd like to contact us, you could do so directly through our website or by finding us on Instagram and Twitter at QuestCoJunior. You can also come hang out with us in our QuestCo Discord. The link to that is on our website and Twitter. We know that word of mouth is the best way to get people listening to a new podcast, and that is especially true for independent shows like ours. So we would love to see you posting about the podcast and telling your friends about us. If we see you tweeting about us or posting fan art using hashtag Junior or hashtag Postcards from Pearl, you might get a character named after you on the show. And if you have fan art of the podcast that you want to share, just make sure when you post it to tag us so that we can see it. Speaking of fan art, we've gotten some more fabulous art sent to us since our last episode. Thank you to Mackie for a wonderful drawing of coconut, and thanks to Dad Jack for emailing that to us. Hi, Mackie. Hi, Stassi. Hi, Kippy. 
Thank you to Fairy Tale Girl MB at M Burgundy on Instagram for a couple of amazing pictures of Pearl and Luca falling from last episode, as well as an adorable Elmer sketch. Thank you to Milo at Safoy on Twitter for a beautiful piece featuring Pearl and Luca. And thank you to Fran at MagicianTronic on Twitter for an awesome drawing of the Lake Boys as hopeful sidekicks of Noi Batman. Also, thank you to Pokepologist Assistant Tyler at Tyler Moonsage on Twitter for doing so much work on the QuestCo Junior Wiki. If you haven't seen all of that art, go check it out on our Instagram and Twitter where we'll be sharing them or on the fan art page of the website where we have a gallery of all the art that people have sent us. And if you haven't seen the wiki, go check that out as well. There's so much information on there. It'll help you cross-reference your facts while you're cooking up all of your tasty conspiracy theories. Quest Company Jr. is a proud member of Podicon Go, a group of independent podcasts supporting high-quality content that's fun for the whole family. Podicon Go is your reliable corner of the internet for the kind of podcasts that everyone can enjoy, with shows ranging from animal facts to stories to audio dramas to RPG actual plays and more. This week, I want to remind you that the Family Friendly Podcast Awards are still accepting nominations through November 30th, and we would love to get PFP in there. If you'd like to nominate the show for any awards, you can get all the information you need along with the nomination form at podicongo.com. I'd like to take a moment to thank the amazing artists whose music is featured in this episode. Thank you to Foolboy Media for the song Video Game Land and Forest Song. Thank you to Aaron Kenny for The Black Cat. Thank you to Fluid Vault for the song Paper Flowers. Thanks to Protodome for On the Origin of Species. Thank you to Visager for the songs In the Branches, The Great Forest, and Shrine. Thank you to Matthias Hagstrom, Gert, and G Slicer for Casino Lounge. Thanks to Braxton Burks and Materia Collective for The Burned Tower and Stars Over Lake Verity. Thanks to Dark Fantasy Studio for the song Haunted. And thanks to TGH for the song 120 Ways to Chill Out. And thank you to TabletopAudio.com for providing so many ambient sounds this week. That's all for me, so let's get back to the action and wake up Jirachi. Thank you for joining us here at Quest Company Jr. It is fairly late in the evening before Spudnik says, Someone is here. They're approaching. And you see like his little fingers and eyes glowing out of habit. Hey, watch out, Spudnik. There are a couple friends that we need in order for everything to work out all right. But we'll definitely guard you. I think that you probably have told him about this over the course of the day, that there's going to be other people coming. So he says, Fine. They better not be shady. No, we'll be ready. Good. I do not wish for them to be shady. We clear out our little chessboard that we were playing with and stuff. And with that, there are footsteps that come your way from the beach and such. Uh, You see approaching from one side, you see Miguel approaching in like uh, some fun little swim attire uh, as he's like got a couple of Pokeballs situated on uh, his little belt. And Skipper is actually kind of just walking alongside of him very neutrally. And then... You hear Professor Nichols and Mason clomping through the woods as they approach in like their full scuba gear and everything uh, as they they went and got the gear for their for their late night swim to the island. Uh, But everybody's here. Hark! Halt! Avast! 
Yee! Before oh. you enter this sacred place, you must answer questions to prove you are the real people. And you need something besides just all of our call history and, and various text messages? Well, that's not fun. So, brace yourself for the true challenge. Oh, all right. I I love a challenge. Okay. <clears throat> Luca, you got any good questions? Oh, no. This one's all you. Come on. Okay. <clears throat> mm, the man who is claiming Miguel. Yes, that that is me. Hello. Yes, I, I'm here. I got Skipper. We are ready to go. How did I disguise myself? When we were at the warehouse, knocking on the door. Oh, pizza delivery, of course. Ding, ding, you of may course, enter. Yes. Welcome, welcome. Oh, Great to you, see you, man. You. Big hug. You give Miguel a big hug as he looks around. Wow, this is fascinating. The ruins and... And the professor! Yes, yes, Pearl. Professor Nichols. It, it is me. If you are the real Professor Nichols, you will know how to translate this. And she shows him the new ruins. Nice. You, you point to the new ruins as he goes over. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, just give me a moment. Give me a moment. As he and Mason approach, Spudnik squints his eyes and says, They are shady. Is it because of the suits? No. Oh, no, they actually are shady. Yeah, they need to get clean. Yes. Yeah. It is all coming together now. These are the ones that, yes, okay, we are fine. You should make this wish quickly. I do not like this. Okay, sure. We'll, we'll, we, I just got to make sure they're all the real deal. Fine. So as Professor Nichols is over here uh, at this rock translating these runes and looking over them, he says, do, do you do you want me to, to read them out? Right? Not yet, not yet, oh, not okay. yet. Let me check your work. Okay, great, because I, I know what they say, but I just, if I say them don't out say, loud, then say, it's going say, to, okay. I'm just checking your work. Okay, this great. is just a security sure. question. Fine. I'd expect the same thing from me. But, if I was in your shoes, I'd expect you to do this to me. Let yes. me check your work. Okay. Oh, wow, this looks good. Thank you. It, good it job. Should. You are a Pokepologist. Hey, man. Great to see you. Big hug. <laughs> big hug. Big hug. And finally, the one who harks here as Mason. Yeah, hi. What's up, Pearl? The real Mason would know. Who was the trainer that we battled in the forest before Fanta had one of its final rages as a shadow Pokemon? Oh, Say that one more time. Who was the trainer that we crossed with and that we, I battled before Fonta had one of its last shadow-like rages? Oh, um, oh, this was the one with the ninjask and the Shedinja, right? Yes. Um, uh, uh, Bailey, <gasps> I think her name was. You did it! Hi, Mason! And hey. she gives him the biggest tackle hug. Yeah, you give him a boom, big old hug. Wow. Good job, Jonah. Uh, yeah, you just knock him. Yeah, thank you for testing yeah. my DM yeah, knowledge. Yeah, good job, DM. <laughs> Remembering the things that, that have happened on really this tricky, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, you give him a big tackle hug. Roll a roll an insight check really quick. 21. 21. Uh, with your insight, I think that you note that Mason is definitely very happy to see you. But looking at him, he does seem like off in a sense. Uh, he looks paler than you remember. He has like these dark circles under his eyes. He seems like energetic enough, but you can definitely tell that there is like something that is like weighing on him. This goes for the professor as well. Well, Luca, looks like Mason and the professor haven't been sleeping too well. Yeah, it's like they're possessed or something. Oh, wow. Okay, you went dark. I mean, that's because they're literally possessed, Pearl. Yeah, they've been splitting up a lot of slugs. 
right, all right, everybody. Thank you for being here. Happy to have you. We're gonna move quick um, due to the needs of Spudnik and I trust his instincts. But first, I would just like to say, look! And she lifts up the wishing star up top of her head. It so, glows brightly. So things are gonna go great. I would like to practice with the wish, so I'm not gonna hold it for a second. Celia, will you hold this? Order. Okay, so here are the lists of versions of wishes I can make. Number one, dear Jirachi, I wish for world peace and for ice cream for every single human and pokey. Now, I don't really think that that covers the specifics of what we need to, uh, right, to get fair, through here. Fair, fair, crossing that out. Okay. Four hours later. <laughs> <laughs> She's gone. Okay, okay, guys, stick with me. I know we're losing it, no, but I, this is difficult. I'm a pokeologist here. Okay. I really think we're honing it in. We're getting very close. I wish for sprinkles to shower down while we attack the spirit tomb and defeat it. Uh, while, while, while I do appreciate the sentiment, I, I don't know about the sort of frivolity of the sprinkles and how that might uh, uh, affect the wish itself. Okay, okay. Uh, uh, 310. <laughs> I wish for us to be able to put the spirit tomb... Wait. For us to detag the spirit tomb and put it to rest in the shrine. Uh, now, see, I, I think that you got just a couple of problems there. Yeah, I don't know about the rest thing, and I don't know about if detagging it's what we're looking for or for it to be in the shrine, because then it might be one of those things where it's like, oh, you mean this shrine? And I don't think that's what we want. Oh, this is a shrine. Good point, good point, right. good point. So, like, I guess maybe, yeah. Okay, how about this? I, dear Jirachi, you're the cutest thing I've ever seen aside from Baby Sealy. Hold on. Um, and I wish to seal away the spirit tomb. Now that, I think that that is what we're you looking for. You think so, for. Professor? I think that that covers it. What if I just add that little side note about a buffet for all? Again, I, I think that... Or the Sky Cafe! <gasps> There's so many things I want! I think that if we keep it keep it simple and clear, it's gonna have the the least likelihood of of going sideways. Okay, so you don't think this the sky cafe is a good idea, huh? Well, no, I think the sky cafe is a great idea. I just think that you can do it without a wish. Thanks, Louie. For exchange. Sure, why not? <laughs> Okay, okay, guys, okay, okay, okay. Luca and his father speak simultaneously in that moment. <laughs> okay, I'm going to write that one down. So we all agree, uh, dear Jirachi, I wish for the spirit tomb to be sealed away. Yeah, I mean, I think that that's, I think that's close up. Yes, and I'm sure that if, if there needs to be clarification, Jirachi will probably do that. I think that that's okay. a, good, a good core sort of thing. But yeah, wait, I think I it's good. do I need to add you guys into it? She looks at Mason and the professor. Oh, I mean, well, I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong, Dad, but I think that what if you ask for the ask for the power to seal away the spirit tomb fully? Because if it's fully sealed away, then that means it has to come out of us, right? Because if part of it's still in us, and he like kind of looks nauseous for a second, uh, if part of it's still in us, uh, then it wouldn't be sealed away. So it's got to come out of us for it to be able to be like fully sealed away. Oh, that makes a lot of sense, Weeson. Thanks, thanks. Sana, maybe maybe that. Yes, I, I think that, that I think that works. Okay, so that sentence will indir in indirectly 
directly affect you. I think that Mason's right, yes. I think that by asking for the power to seal away the spirit tomb completely, that that would, by, you know, sort of transitive property, also include getting it out of us. Which, and he looks really nauseous for a second, would be really great. Okay. Um, does it get worse, like, the longer I talk? No, not not the longer you talk, just in general. It's kind of just... Oh, Okay. Living with it. Does it hurt more to be here? It kind of burns a little bit. Yeah, it burns a bit. Okay. It burns a bit. Sorry, guys. I didn't realize that. No, I was you're... just kind of having a lot of fun being all together. But no, no, you're, you're fine. Right. You're fine. It's time to get down to business. I am a pokeypologist! And she, like, straps, uh, zips up her sweater. <laughs> you do zip up your sweater. Seely? Or? Are you ready? Or, or, or. I'm really excited. Or, or, or. Sputnik, are we ready? Yes. Should we clear Mudkit first and then wake up Jirachi? Ah, yes. Okay. That could work. Okay. Yes. Miguel, you're going to love this. You're like the pre-show. Oh, oh that, that sounds very exciting. All right. Yes. Take it away, buddy. Great. Um, what do I do? Um, touch it. I touch it? Mudkit. Okay, so Skipper needs to touch it. Yes, Skipper! Okay, so Miguel just, like, picks up the little Mudkip in his hands and just looks in it, and it's completely neutral eyes. He's like, all right, buddy, uh, we've, we've, we've worked a lot for this, so I, 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 I believe that you can do it, and I think that we're there, and so, yeah, uh, we're, we're going we're gonna to get it out of you. It's, it's, this is, this is going to work. This is very exciting. I Everybody seen it gather around, and we get in the same formation, and I get my disposable camera ready. You're telling me you've done this before? Yeah! Oh, this is fascinating, fascinating. Maybe maybe after this you could tell me where the one near near town is, just for future reference. Okay, here we go. All right, and he lifts up the mud kip, and it just places its little uh, paw. Yeah. I, yeah, paw, sure. Against the uh, sort of orb that contains the Jirachi. And as Skipper touches it, Skipper begins to glow, and there's uh, that same sort of uh, dull light that you see coming from the orb itself. Uh, it is shining in Skipper. As Miguel continues to hold him up in the air, there is that glowing uh, as he's up there. Uh, and again, Mudkip, even in this process, is just like completely blank eyes, just... <laughs> and as these shadows expel from the mudkip, uh, the mudkip just bah, opens its mouth, just like wide open, stock still, and just whoosh, whoosh, the shadows just leave out of its mouth and then hinges back shut. Mouth up. You did it, Skipper! Snap, snap. Aw, Miguel's so happy. Oh, and he cuddles with the mudkip. And Vanta and Chico go up to it, L. Oh, yeah. Yeah, everybody who's been back. through it, it's like, oh, yeah, welcome to the club. Yeah. They all celebrate with each other uh, as Miguel says, wow, that's, I, I can, I can, he feels lighter. Oh. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. Oh, this is, well, hey, maybe, maybe now we can really train, huh, Skipper? And in the midst of the rejoicing, she just takes a look back in, at Mason and the pr professor. What are you trying to discern? Making sure they're not doing any, like, shifty movements or anything weird happen because of that, like, release. Mm, okay. Go ahead and uh, make an insight check. Ooh, nat one. Nat one? It's kind of shadowy. It's hard to really, like, see them, and there's also everything else going on. Okay. But they're not running away, so. They're not running away. As far as I know. With that, how would you like to proceed? Silly, I'm nervous. Or, or. Okay, can I get my gloves, please? Gloves! And she gives me some gloves. Thank you. I am sterilized. And she picks up the star. Okay. 
Pearl, this is the one moment in your life that you have to say the right thing. You can do this. Would you like to read the runes or would you like to have the professor do it? I would like the professor to do it. Okay. Okay, professor. I'm ready. All right. Okay. This. Here we go. All right. So I'll, I'll I just read this and, and then it'll okay. <clears throat> and I think that even with your awful insight from earlier, you can tell as he says this, he's like he has to power through saying sure. it. I think that it is very obvious to tell. Come from near, or come from afar, but come ye with a wishing star. The one who slumbers shall not wake. For those who only wish to take. For those desiring a pure heart, light the guardian shall impart. Shadows may still be swept away, yet the guardian sleeps another day. And as he finishes that statement, the glow of the orb of the floating Jirachi uh, glows brighter and brighter as you see (gasps) these cracks forming in the orb as like glass, it shatters open and dissolves. And the uh, sort of swaddle that the Jirachi was in falls loose as its eyes open. <sighs> Good morning. You can talk. <laughs> of course. Jirachi, hi. Hello. You can see that as Jirachi awakes, that um, because the, these words have been spoken and this star is present in your hands, you can see like this flow of this golden glittering energy from the wishing star to the Jirachi, uh, as they say, oh, a wishing star. Yeah. Oh, how fun. I'm awake uh, only for, well, as long as it takes to fulfill your wish, but what do you need? Wait, you'll stay up until the wish is done? Yes, I stay awake until the wish is fulfilled, and and then I go back to sleep, but it's so nice to be up. Oh my goodness, you're adorable. I really, really, really wanted to meet you. Can I get your autograph? What's that? Okay, great. (laughs) This is Celie, and she she takes a second to introduce everyone. Yes, you, you introduce everyone who's here. Jirachi says, oh, wow. There's usually not so many. Yeah, we kind of brought a party. We've been um, we've been camping and really, you know, some may even say tailgating this event. <laughs> Spudnik says, yes, there were more than I would have wanted, but it appears that they were all necessary in some capacity. <laughs> That's okay. I love this little Jirachi. Um, Jirachi. Yes, Pearl. Will you, do you want to do like a quick little dance? Oh, sure, a little dance. Jirachi! That was amazing! It's so fun! I love it! Wow, wow, wow! And then she almost drops the wishing star during the dance. Whoa! Oh, don't drop that. I need that. Okay, okay, okay. Maybe I should just make the wish. And then you'll hang out? Well, I'll be around as long as it takes to fulfill your wish. Is it a quick one? Um, not so much. Oh, that's okay. That just means I get to stay up a little bit longer. Okay, it might be quick. I'm not sure. But either way, I got my dance, and I think this has been the best. Okay. Um, here you go. And she passes the wishing star. She's sweating. Okay. She's so nervous. Like, normally Pearl would be much more about the spectacle. Right. But I think she's genuinely so nervous. 
I think that she can feel a lot of the pressure of this moment of like wanting to get it right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that totally makes sense. So you hand the wishing star over to Jirachi. Mm-hmm. As you hand it over, the glittering, glowing energy uh, passes between Jirachi and the star. And then as it is in Jirachi's hands, this beam of energy that had been going to uh, this sort of closed eye on Jirachi's torso, you see like the eye beginning to like just just flicker a little bit as it it's waking up separately from the rest of Jirachi. Oh, Jirachi. <laughs> oh. But... All of Jirachi, the glowing star on their head, uh, the three tags, one of them with the writing on it. All of Jirachi is glowing right now with this powerful wishing energy, and they say, well, all right, what is it? Okay. I, Pearl, wish for the power to fully seal away this spirit tomb. And she drops the suitcase and does not open it, but she just drops it and points at it. For good! As you make your wish, the energy glows brighter, flowing from the wishing star to the Jirachi. And as it reaches its brightest point, you you almost have to shield your eyes a bit as the eye on the torso fully opens. Uh, oh, silly! Hold my fin! And a voice that is not that of the Jirachi that you have heard thus far speaks. Oh, gosh! To seal away the Spiritomb. You must return it to the Tomb of Sorrows. Take the Tainted Ones. Defeat it in its lair. Only then will Jirachi be able to seal away the Spiritomb and cleanse the Tainted Ones. And the eye closes. All right, so I guess that's what we got to do. I can't. Hold on. And Pearl just trips on a rock. <laughs> oh! And Jirachi, like, floats over to you, helps pick you up a little bit. Oh, thanks, Jirachi. Oh, wow. that's all right. That was really intense. Oh, no. That's, I understand. I it happens. I did okay. Oh, you did great. You were wonderful. I was really nervous. That makes sense. Here, take this. And Jirachi hands you back the wishing star, which oh. glows uh, dimmer now, as it seems like some uh, large amount of power has been taken from it, uh, but it still does retain uh, this faint glittering golden glow. It. I've gotten the power that I need from it, but there is still some left in it that you can use. Wow, like what? Can we make a lotion? Not a lotion, but I see that you've got other Pokemon here that you've that you've purified. I've felt some of the uh, energy leave me while I was sleeping. This will help them. Great. So you have the item Wishing Star. Oh my gosh, that's cool. It is a held item. It's one-time charge, one-time use was to be able to wake Jirachi and have the power to grant a wish that does not count against Jirachi's standard three wishes. But as a held item, the Wishing Star has the ongoing effect that a shadow Pokemon holding a Wishing Star has advantage on saving throws against going into hyper mode. That's actually really a really big deal. That's awesome. And also, after holding a Wishing Star for a full day, the Pokemon that's holding it gets to automatically clear half a Shadow Meter bar Whoa. in addition to any other purifying effects. Whoa, that's a huge score! But that is what you get with the Wishing Star. I hope that helps. This is, this is so cool! Jirachi, can we dance again? Of course! Jirachi, 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 oh, Jirachi, 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 oh, Jirachi, 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 whoa! Go, Jirachi! <laughs> oh, it's nice to be awake. This is yeah, wonderful. I was really, 
really sad when I first heard that I wouldn't get to meet you. And then when I heard that I could meet you with a wishing star, I was like, well, that's got to be my main goal in life right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Um, hey, can you tell us a little bit about, I think her name was Dorothy or Gladys and the Pips? Oh, Gloria? Yeah. I combined the two in my imagination. <laughs> <laughs> or more like I sep- separated the name Gloria to Dorothy and Gladys and the Pips. Well, everybody for me to remember. Everybody knows that in order to you know the the ancient origin of the name Gloria is actually the two names combined, uh, Dorothy and, and Gladys, Gladys and, and, and the Pips. Pips. Not just Gladys, but the actual the full yes, the, the Pips are, are required. Pip. Yes, yeah, obviously. Oh, Gloria. Oh, well, what do you want to know? Um, what did she look like? What was the day like? What did she wish for? Oh, oh, she was beautiful. It was, uh, well, I remember I, I woke up and um, it was a cloudy day. It was very dark, actually. You, you, the, the sun uh, was blocked out uh, almost as this meteor was approaching. Uh, not a great day to wake up every thousand years. No, no, yeah. But I'd awoken, and, uh, well, this beautiful woman with this flowing teal hair in this flight suit, she flew in on her unpheasant, and, well, she came and she wished for a way to, to stop the meteor, and so I granted her the power. Uh, she, she had the rainbow wing, and I imbued it with even more of the power wow. to be able to let loose the hyperbeam that then uh, destroyed the meteor. They also had a, qu- quite a battle while they were up there before that could happen. But, um, well, I, I, I think that's a story for another time. But it was an interesting thing to wake up to. Hmm. Have you ever had ice cream? Have I ever had ice cream? Yeah. What is that? All right, detective. I hope you brought the igloo cooler that I asked for on the grocery list. I did. I made sure to... Woo-hoo! And Pearl runs up to the cooler. Yep, you go to this cooler, which I think you've already dug into oh, at this 1, point. Oh, 1,000%. You see his carton of Spumoni. Oh, <laughs> gross. And um, we roll up that cooler, and me and Celie pour out a full ice cream buffet for Jirachi. <laughs> okay, Jirachi, here are the top 10 flavors voted most popular by most pokies. I didn't choose my top 10 flavors because I'm not a pokey. Oh, wow. Oh, there's so many flavors. Uh, you go about this ice cream party. Very excited. And oh, she yes. just scoops that ice cream for everybody. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, you do. A little Jirachi ice cream party. <laughs> this is the best. As Jirachi is, you know, trying all of these different flavors of ice cream, they come back to the, the story that they were telling you about Gloria. Oh, uh, I suppose it's worth mentioning. Obviously, the way these wish things work, um, it's not really that it automatically happens. You know, that poof, there, you know, my problem's gone or whatever. But it's that we have the power to grant the wish, you know, the the power to change things or what have you. Like how Gloria came, uh, she had to wish for the power to be able to get rid of the meteorite, not just that it was gone. But so I'm happy that you came in uh, realizing the process, that that this is something that we we have to do together, if that makes sense. Well, I mean, Gloria gave everything, right? She did. So... I guess I wanted to make the wish because I, I'm willing to do what it takes, Chirachi. I got to give something to make it work. And um, it's scary, don't get me wrong, but I don't want anybody else to do it. I, I want to do it with, with my team, of course. But um, yeah, I, I, I think even though, um, even though I'm 10... I, I, and, hey, Jirachi, come closer. I don't want everybody to hear this. 
Oh, okay. Even though I'm just 10, and even though I'm just a level one trainer, um, I really feel like I'm ready for it. I've got a good feeling about you, Pearl. Thanks, Stretchy. I've got a really good feeling about you. I'm excited that we get to go on a trip. Wait, you're coming with us? I have to. Woo! And she runs around the island once. <laughs> a full sprint. Jirachi, 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 woo! Oh, yes, no, myself and... Uh, <gasps> Get the- your sleeping bag! We have more ice cream. We should have bought more. Detective! <laughs> Whoa, okay, all right. I, look, I, I think I brought plenty of ice cream. <laughs> Sorry, it was a sugar rush. <gasps> this is amazing. Jirachi says, yes, m- myself, along with... Oh, what were their names? Oh, the Daniel and Mason here. We all have to go. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, guys? Are you excited? I, and you see that, like, both the professor and Mason, like, almost look a little sunburned, even though it's, like, late at night. They say, yes, that sounds excellent. Thank you. Very excited. How did you guys get here? We rented some equipment from in town, and then, and then, uh, you scoop it in. Nice. We wanted to make sure that we were stealthy, like you said. Yes, so we waited until it was late at night, and then. Cool. Yeah. Well, hey, while we're talking about who's going with where, Luca. Yeah. You definitely coming with, right, man? Lewis pipes in. He says, uh, "Well, actually, uh, like we talked about, Detective Reynolds and I here, uh, we're actually going to have to make our way to Criminy Town. We're going to look into this Team Nasty business." Oh. Yeah. Okay. We, we just want to make sure that we are able to, you know, check that out while the trail's hot. But we wanted to. I mean, honestly, we wanted to see what all this was about. <laughs> sure. No. I mean, I think it's important that you guys are protecting us over there too. But um. She, again, reiterates her question. Luca. Yeah. She looks at him straight in the eyes. You're coming with, right? Yeah. Yeah, of course. What? Uh, I mean, look, I, I, I want to try to put a stop to whatever Team Nasty's going on and whatever that is. But, I mean, we're in this for the long haul. Okay, we, great. You're giving a, me a freak out. I didn't know if you and your dad had other plans. No, no. I mean. Ooh! I'd I'd like to meet back up with them and you know yeah sure sure, you know, sure try to you know try to help however we can but no we uh I mean we we, we dedicated ourselves to this and I want to see it through that's right um Miguel yes hello yes hi <laughs> oh Miguel you old vanilla softy had some sprinkles to it man <laughs> oh, I don't know some. she oh. pours them on oh that's a lot of sprinkles <laughs> well, yeah. I'm, I'll, 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 all right. Miguel? Yes? I need you to be our man on the inside. Keep your hmm? ear to the pulse. Okay. Watch the traffic flow. Uh, not a lot in Anoki, Watch but okay. Watch for people who are speeding. Oh. Watch for people who have mustaches. Those who visit yes. barber shops frequently. Essentially, um, what I need you to do is to be the eyes and the ears and the street know-how of a tiger. Um, so... To clarify, what? Anything fishy, you tell us. It's just in Anoki Village or? Everywhere. So I. They've, these guys have criminy. Um, okay. Maybe Lewis and Detective can split up a little bit. I mean, the detective is part of a whole agency. I'm, I'm just trying to make sure if I need to, like, r- request a short leave f- f- from the lab or anything. I'm just uh, not sure. Are you asking me to be a spy? Yes. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Is the detective going to step in? <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I, I don't I don't know that he has to necessarily be be a spy. If he wants to go around and keep an eye on things, he he's a grown man. He can do whatever he wants. But wherever he thinks he'll be most useful, I think that Lewis and I will have our bases covered in criminy, and we'll we'll let you know if we find anything. Sure, but detective, like you get what I mean, right? If someone's trailing us, we need backup. No, I I, hear I you. literally am carrying the world's most precious baby star. Yes. Let alone the world's defensive ghost-sucking power. Yes, no, I hear you. I hear you there, definitely. I mean, somebody could be spying on us right now, and thankfully we're all together. What? Not happening, Spudnik. What? Not happening. Do not joke about these things. Okay. I do, my, I do my job very well. I know you do, I know. I'm very good at it. I know it, I know it. I mean, we're the safest right here. Yes. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Even Jirachi. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Love this guy. He's intense. I'm just saying, who's going to cover our butts, guys? We need our butts covered. They can't be flapping out there. Like, Louie, if you go to Criminy and you do your thing, that's great, and Detective too, but, like, I just... We destroyed a whole house, you guys, and I am 10, and even I know that was bad. They're submarines, guys. Let alone the defensive mechanisms they have. This is a fair point. I gotta say, I wasn't really anticipating you just uh, toning around a legendary Pokemon Thank like this. You. Uh, Thank you. So yeah. I mean, I always knew I was capable. I'm a Pokepologist, Junior Ranger, and you know a lot of other things. But I mean, thank you. So uh, yeah, I can see how the plan's a little different now. So Miguel should watch our butts. Sure, I think that makes sense. I mean, really, Miguel, you should just watch the traffic patterns, make sure nobody follows us, that type of thing. We'll be careful, too. But if you see anything fishy, you should just, you know, give us a call. Give us a ring. Oh, oh but so, so I'm not I'm not like a bodyguard. I'm just sort of watching out. Is that what no, we're saying? No, yeah, you're not a bodyguard. Oh. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, well, that... Uh, <laughs> feel better about that now. I mean, sure. believe me, I... I'm pretty good at battling. I think we could take your mudkip down. No offense, Skipper. Ah, it just—it's like its head. It's like its mouth is just on a just on a hinge. I mean, Miguel, you should have seen Fanta just destroy a Snorlax with one kick. A Snorlax? Uh huh. <laughs> Luca lets it go. Yeah. Well. Oh, okay. Well, I I I feel very confident about uh, uh, Vigoroth's abilities, and uh, well, now I can really do some training with old Skipper here. But uh, yeah. yeah, 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 yes, I I will be your uh, your your eye in the sky, as Great. it were. Your your there man, your man man in the chair. Yeah, or, the man you, in the chair. Yes, that's exactly right, Miguel. Uh, yes, Thank I can I, I I can do that. Great. Yes. Great. Cool. Well, we're all settled then. I think so. Should we go now? Well, I don't know. It's awfully late. How how long will it take to get to Shimeji Town, where where this where this tomb is? Oh, it'll take like two seconds. It'll actually take a, a good little bit, but I mean, we did kind of sleep in today, so if we want to just try to like book it and get there while we do have you know cover a night and whatever, that I suppose that could work. Wait, how long will it actually take, guys? I don't know. I mean, it's a lot shorter of a ride than it is from Tramella Town to Parasol Village, so. uh... 
I mean, I think that if we're in the SS Speedmeister, we're really booking it. Oh, yes, and I uh, I drove as well. So That's what I was asking you guys. You guys just listed as scuba gear. Well, yes, I, I drove. Well, I, I rode my bike, yes, but w now that we have my, my vehicle, we, we could do that as well. Okay, so. okay. That's uh, we could... Hmm, I think that if we went straight there, there's no traffic or anything. I, I think we could get there. Hmm. And he looks up at the sky and like looks at his watch and sees what time it is. I... I think we could get there before morning if we, if we really, you know, booked it out of here and got there as quickly as we could. Luca? Yeah? Night drive? Yeah, let's pull another all-nighter. Why not? Woohoo! Fire up the old coffee machine, boys! <laughs> you have your late-night pot of campfire coffee and everybody gears up to go for and you all to... And we up the campsite very clean. Yes, very clean. Seely makes sure sure that that fire is She's out. She's directing it. I think she uses surf on like this oh, small yeah. campfire. She's <laughs> <laughs> make sure that it is out. Um, And during all the cleanup, Pearl would like to take the professor aside just for a second. Yeah, sure you do. Professor. Yes, yes, Pearl. I'm really thankful that you're willing to drive all night. Um, Do you feel good about that? About driving all night? Yeah. I think that I will be fine. I haven't been sleeping much lately anyway, so th th this is nothing new. Okay. Um, Pearl, I want this to go well. I hope that this goes well. Um, I believe that it can. I'm just also very worried. I'm scared. And I know that that is hard to hear as a 10-year-old and for an adult to be saying that to you. But I am frightened. Are you afraid of yourself? Are you afraid of what the spirit tomb can do? Are you afraid of the tomb of sorrows? What are you specifically specifically afraid of? D, all of the above. Hmm. I, look, I, I know that I would not do anything. I know that Mason would not do anything to harm you or, or Luca or the Jirachi or anyone else here. But I don't... It's... I'm glad that we're catching this now. But I've still felt that it's been tightening its grip. I, I, I can feel its presence growing stronger. And I, Pearl, I just want to say thank you for doing this now and not putting this on the back burner or, or you know, um, just kind of forgetting about us. The fact that you, you've really made this your, your mission, your goal. I, Luke has to. I know that both of you have. I cannot tell you how much it means to have lost... Ten years, but but not really lost, but to to blink and they and they go by and be in such a strange place. I, it's uh, it's been a strange transition coming back, and I just I want this to work. And all I'm saying is I don't know what the spirit tomb will do to us and through us as we return. Mm. But I will do my best to keep it together. Okay. And I know Mason is strong, too. But, and he looks over, and I think that, you know, Mason has uh, got all his, like, various ghost Pokemon who are out and everything. And uh, Spudnik is just, like, giving them all the side eyes. They're hanging yeah. out with Mikey and everything. But I just, I'm worried. But we're going to do our best. And we're going to do everything that we can to make sure that this works. So let's get driving. Let's get driving. And so you make sure that the campsite's all packed up. 
as you all get ready to you know part ways on the island, those of you who are swimming back to shore versus uh, those who are flying off, I think that Luca and Lewis definitely have like a you know a strong goodbye hug, and th- they have a talk with each other before Lewis and Detective Reynolds hop on to the Noivern and the Ditto, who hey. has once again taken the form of the Charizard. Detective. Yeah. Wait a second. All right. And she has the Spumoni packed in a bag for him. Oh, thanks. I almost thanks forgot it. She needed it all. And um, hey. I will. I know you won't. So. She like gets real close and whispers, "I think Noi Batman's really cool." And she hands him a picture of him drawn as Noi Batman. Oh man, he just has like the biggest little geek and smile. It's yeah. just like he just like kind of folds it up and puts it in his like shirt pocket. Maybe there should be a spinoff, Noi Batgirl. <laughs> And she starts, like, you know, doing her own kicks. I don't think you need a spinoff. I think you need your own thing. (laughs) Thanks. Bye. Bye. Stay safe. We'll let you know if we find anything. Good luck. And these large winged beasts take off in the night heading west toward Criminy City. You and Professor Nichols and Mason and Luca and Miguel all get on your various Pokemon and everything and get ready to swim off the island. Spudnik and the Solrock and Lunatone. Well, the Solrock and Lunatone don't, don't wave. They just kind of hover there. But Spudnik waves once again. Can Spudnik wave and say, I'm waving for them all? This is for all of you. It is hard to tell. It would be easy to think that this was just for one person, but I do appreciate you all. <laughs> the most awkward wave. I did not wipe your brains. This means that we are friends. <laughs> As you all swim off into the night with Jirachi floating next to you, the professor and Mason in their scuba gear, I assume you and Luca swimming with Seely and Tufus. Jirachi? Jirachi is floating along next to you just above the surface of the water. And Miguel is uh, actually holding on to a lantern. He says, oh, I borrowed this one from Professor Hemlock. Oh, nice. And you all swim toward the shore and get ready to make your way to the Tomb of Sorrows in Shimeji Town. Once you all make your way into town, uh, you very quietly uh, and as sneakily as you can make your way uh, to your respective vehicles. You go to where the professor has parked his vehicle. He's like got Mason's bike in the trunk. Miguel says, all right, so uh, I will guess I'll ride with you then as they hop in there. Miguel says, actually, why don't... Why, why don't I drive? The professor says, sure, yes, that that's fine. That's fine. And so Miguel actually hops in the driver's seat. As you see, the professor just looks nauseous for a moment, and he hops in the passenger seat. Pearl whispers to Miguel. Uh, yes. Hey, Miguel. Yes. Let me know if they actually fall asleep. If they fall asleep fully? Yeah, like, like send me a message. Oh, all right. I, I'll make sure I'm at a stop sign if I do, or a stoplight. Just pull over for a second. That works, too. I'd much rather do that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Safety. Safety Easy. first. Yes. Or you could just flash the lights twice. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, that's neat. Covert. All right. Yeah. All right. I will do that. And he goes over and he hops in the driver's seat as Professor Nichols is in the front passenger seat and then Mason's in the back. Okay, Luke and I are in the SS Speednicer. Yes. Seely's in there with me and so is Jirachi. Yes. Jirachi? Yeah? I have a thousand years of show tunes to catch you up on. You're staying awake, Luca! I don't know what those are. Oh, after this trip, you will. Oh, boy. As Luca revs up the SS Speedmeister, and you all ride off into the night. Oh, 
And that's where we'll end this episode. like to say first and foremost that I um wow <laughs> where are all the women <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that's fair take that out take that out I would first like to say wow I'm in a room full of men and I am wearing my power suit <laughs> Take it out, take it out. Oh my gosh. Put it at the end of the app. Are you looking for high-quality, family-friendly podcasts? Shows that are safe for younger or more sensitive listeners? Podicon Go is a reliable corner of the internet for the kind of podcasts that everyone can enjoy. From educational programs to conversational topics and incredible storytelling and role-playing shows in a variety of styles, themes, and age groups. Podicon Go is a group of independent podcast creators dedicated to creating high-quality programs that provide family fun for everyone. Visit podicongo.com for an ever-growing lineup of shows complete with descriptions and ways you can listen. Connect with the Podicon Go family-friendly podcast network on Facebook and Twitter. P-O-D-I-C-O-N. Go! It's podcast fun for everyone. Podicon Go! Thank you for listening to Postcards from Poa and Crush Company Jr.